The warm air, the sounds of baseball, it's got you thinking about hitting the road. And no matter where your adventures take you, Subaru of Gwinnett has a vehicle to get you there safely and in style. Like the 2024 Subaru Outback, sporting standard symmetrical all-wheel drive and up to 32 miles per gallon. Or the 2024 Subaru Forester, the SUV with a spacious and comfortable interior for everyone you want to bring along. Start your shopping online at SubaruofGwinnett.com, then come see us for a test drive on Satellite Boulevard in Duluth. He has tremendous support in the building. If he has to make one for us, the game on the line, he will. 44 yards pass. No, he doesn't make it. Wide right. Wow. The two most dreaded words in Buffalo have surfaced again. Because you had a bad Chilini, the fan, 680 and 93.7 FM. We've seen a lot over our almost 30 years together, and that has come and gone a few times. That was Tyler Bass in the city of Buffalo, wide right. Everybody knows about Scott Norwood in their first Super Bowl appearance. Well, that ugly truth came to a head again yesterday. There's Jim Nance and Tony Romo with the call. Wow! I know, I'm piling on. I'm piling on. Then he went on to say, I'm not sure he missed that, Jim. I don't think it's over, Jim. Uh, yeah, he, he might have made it. I don't think he but said But he might have missed it. Uh, he, he gave you a wow in the background. He just wanted to let you know he was still there. And he was wowed by what it is he saw. It's just really, maybe I'm sounding angry, bitter, jealous, whatever. It's just really tough. And I'm like you for the most part. I don't let whomever is calling the game really affect me. But I dread, I dread listening to Tony Romo. I just One, do. I mean, yeah. that's how I feel. So I'm going to give you something. Three. We were on a text chain yesterday. Four, five, six, seven. Mm-hmm. Is he done counting? <laughs> okay. We were on a text chain together, and there was a moment where there could have been a reviewable play. And I am sort of of the belief now, again, in baseball more than any other sport, a bad manager will lose you more than a good one will win you. I am absolutely convinced. I know it for a fact. What I will now point out is bad clock management by a coach, but I'm starting to get pissed off that the booth doesn't understand what's happening either. There's a moment when there's reviewable play. And if you, you better about the lateral that should have been reviewed. You better Andy Reid. You better at a minimum. No, there was another one too. There was a was it a first down or not moment? I don't know when timeouts became so sacred. I like them too. But when I watched you treat them like gold instead of actually helping your football team, now I know you could say it's taking a shot. What are they gonna say in New York? There are times that it's worth it, even if you lose the timeout, lose the challenge, lose the timeout. But isn't that a part of your job? Like when Desmond Ritter made a mistake, Matt Ryan talked about his throwing motion, his mechanics, how they were off. The other night in the playoff game when Philadelphia appeared to quit against Tampa, Troy Aikman was very critical. Isn't that a part of your job? The other part of your job is I'm starting to judge these guys when they don't realize, when they don't talk about time management, clock management, uh, challenge flags, when it would be a good time to take a chance. I'm starting to believe that nobody really understands, hardly anybody understands clock They already had a field goal. So it's going to be a big weekend with the conference. Including a guy like that. Todd Bowles. The conference championship games are going on. We're going to be celebrating over at Padricks and Vinings. Also over the weekend, you can celebrate your six-time National League East champion Braves. Saturday Braves Fest presented by Delta Airlines takes over Truist Park and the Battery. Getting you closer to the team. You got player and coach appearances, player autographs, player photos, interactive experiences, shopping, dining. You know what goes on in the Battery. You got to have a ticket to be a part of Braves Fest, though. Tickets are free. So download your complimentary tickets today and mark your calendars for Saturday, braves.com slash bravesfest. It's all happening from 10 to 4, Truist Park and the Battery. It's all presented 
by Delta Airlines. Man, I don't have time to go to stuff like that. Make time, Buck, because this is a very, uh, very pleasant experience for you and the family. Why court storming needs to stop after a scary moment in college basketball. We'll go on campus in about 10 or 15 minutes from now. But Fangraphs, Domino, currently has the Braves rotation projected as the best in baseball with a 16.1 war. The Phillies are second with 15.5, and the Dodgers are at 15.4. Hey, remind me again, what's today's date? Uh, today's date is January the 22nd. Take that piece of paper out of your little pile and just put it in a trash can. We're doing January 2nd war. Well, you're always analyzing things, are you not? On paper, the Braves rotation is the best right now. I'm just telling you. Okay. <laughs> what the analytics people are saying. Then again, the analytics people also also thought that you know Tampa should have gone for two in that situation yesterday. Didn't work out. Oh, that's a prolonged now, please. Yeah, and going for first downs and everything else. That's that's January war projections yeah. for a pitching staff. Fan graphs? Uh, yes, fan Are they aware that, I don't know, a bunch of these guys going to break down, going to miss starts, going to need to be... Hopefully that won't be the up. case, but you're saying as of January the 22nd, war, what is it good for? Absolutely nothing. That's what you're saying right now, Demino. Yeah. If, if I understand where you're coming from. I think I'm also starting to realize if, if the word focus is in your company, if the word graph is in your company, I'm probably dismissing you pretty easily. Now, it's again, a crap shoot. That could be on me. That could be on me. That could be a me problem. But but that's, I think, big picture what I'm going to do. I think there are certain buzzwords that I go when I hear about Gotcha. Them. Probability, that's another word. If you give me if your company has anything to do with probabilities, I'm probably dismissing you. Well, a bit. there's no probability about this. This definitely happened. Uh, Colin McHugh did formally announce his retirement after eleven years in baseball. The Braves declined his twenty four option and he decided to call it a career. I'm sure he'll be the first to tell you disappointing the way his career came to a close, coming back home to a certain extent here in the city of Atlanta. I will miss him coming out of the parking lot looking like a guy who, oh, I don't know, just came off a beach. Just got done surfing. He of the uh, shorts and Birkenstocks. Nobody looked less like a professional baseball player than that guy coming out of the parking lot. I'll miss that. And he was a very nice guy. He was good on the station. Uh, Matt and Chuck. Just wasn't really good at times on the field. Yeah, well, it, did, it wasn't good enough where the team that had him wanted him to come back. And I don't think he wants to go around shopping. And the Hall of Fame selection process will come to a close tomorrow. We're going to find out who's going to Cooperstown tomorrow evening. We know Chipper Jones is in Cooperstown. We also know... That he sold that Georgia mansion for a record-setting $11 million this past year, earning him a spot on last year's luxury real estate highlight reel wow. put forth by Ruby Home Northwest. I didn't know this existed. They put together a top 10 list. How difficult would it be? You look what at the an accomplishment. You look at the transactions. Let's see. 16 is bigger than 14. 14 is bigger than 11. And then you just put them in order. One of the 10 most expensive real estate transactions among iconic sports stars, they call it, for 2023. You know what he wished? He wished he got $15 million for it. There you go. He's happy, I'm sure, with 11, kind of happy. He wished he would have gotten 15. Nick Saban's on the list. Of course, he bought that retirement home for $17.5 million. Jones is at number eight. Nick Saban is at number five. Matthew Stafford's at number two. Hmm. He spent $28.2 million on a mansion in Los Angeles. I think he's done a little bit of flipping. I, I'm not positive about that, but I think he's he might have actually bought a couple of homes and then flipped them. And Zach Levine, it's good to be an NBA player. Zach Levine spent $34 million Goodness. on a mansion in California. Zach Levine 
So as you say all the time, everybody talks about baseball. Uh, we need to have those baseball contracts. No, no, no. <laughs> no. You need the NBA contracts. Yeah. If you're a football player, stop being mad at MLB. Start looking at NBA. They've Seems- got to make... Can I give you what else happened on the state? Yeah. I think this is the uh, Joe Montana Drive Day. Hey, there's John Candy. Yeah. I'm going to lead everybody downfield against the yes. Cincinnati Bengals. I think this is it. I think hmm. this is the day that everybody, what was it, Joe Cool, I believe is what they actually well, dubbed him. speaking of which, let's talk about other things that happened today. There's a lot of history rolling around in Domino's brain. Time to get some out. Off we go. It's the Weekend Sports History presented by Urology of Greater Atlanta. Celebrating 50 years of excellence, their team of top-rated urologists offers treatment options that have helped men and women throughout Metro Atlanta. Visit them online today at UGATL.com. Also brought to you by Truist, of course, the Fan Fest. Brought to you by Truist and Delta going on across the street. On Saturday, 2021, Domino on the state. Hank Aaron passed away at the age of 86. We found out right before our show started. It was one of those deals where you had everything laid out and you scrapped everything. And we talked to a number of people that day. There I say, in the city of Atlanta, across the board, no one had a negative thing to say about Hank Aaron. Yeah, not. I mean, they didn't come up to me with him. You know, again, what are you, what are you going to go with? The guy had two dollars in his pocket when he left on a train. He ended up owning car dealerships. He ended up owning fast food restaurants. He ended up giving back to the community with a scholarship. Oh. And no one was more unassuming. What, what you, you talked about Colin McHugh. The first time, I'll never forget the first time I met Hank Aaron. I said, man, that's, that's the guy, huh? Yeah. He was a, you know, normal-looking guy. And then you shake his hand. You go, oh, okay. His hand's in his wrist. Now you understand how he hit all the home runs that he hit. It all made sense then. Yeah. Again, I'm just nobody's walked up to me and said, hey, let me tell you this story. I've just heard the good ones. On this date in 1929, the Yankees announced they're putting numbers on the backs of their uniforms, becoming the first baseball team to start the continuous and consistent use of the numbers. And it was he hits first, he hits second, he hits third, he hits fourth, he hits fifth. It wasn't very complicated. No, that's why Gehrig wore three and Babe Ruth wore four, correct? The other way around. I'm sorry. Yeah. And they never put names on the back. No. Because we're the Yankees. We're better than you. Indeed. Reggie Jackson agrees to a four-year contract worth nearly $4 million uh-huh. with the Angels on the state oh, in 1982. God. Remember when Reggie's body all of a sudden changed? He became more muscular? Well, he he was, changed his whole body. I wonder how that happened in was, retrospect. I think he was hanging around with Brian Downey. The other guy. They were doing Nautilus. Look at before and after photos of that guy, Brian Downey, D.H. catcher. 97 on this date, Don Mattingly announces his retirement from baseball. 1998 on this day, Ricky Henderson goes back to the A's. 2003 on this date, David Ortiz, a relative unknown, signs a deal with the Boston Red Sox. He had recently been released by the Minnesota Twins. Could be, big picture, yeah. all things considered, yeah. the greatest free agent yeah. signing of all time. Yeah. And it's a free agent signing without any statistical, you know, references really to say, oh, that guy. You know, free agent signings when a guy is 29, it could go well, it could go wrong. This guy is basically being told by the Minnesota Twins. We don't need you. Yeah, not you. Who's this guy we signed? Ortiz. Next thing you know, he's a legend in Boston. When we come back, how Georgia gets... I I do forget the Ricky Henderson signing with Oakland. I'm not sure if that's the year he did a three-year, $9 million deal. He was very happy being a $3 million player, and two days later, he was crying about his contract. Yeah. That might have been that one. I'm just... I lose track. It all runs together after a while with Ricky Henderson. How Georgia gets swerved by the Buckeyes. We go on campus next. Here on Domino and Cellini, the fan, 680 and 93.7 FM. 
The warm air, the sounds of baseball, it's got you thinking about hitting the road. And no matter where your adventures take you, Subaru of Gwinnett has a vehicle to get you there safely and in style. Like the 2024 Subaru Outback, sporting standard symmetrical all-wheel drive and up to 32 miles per gallon. Or the 2024 Subaru Forester, the SUV with a spacious and comfortable interior for everyone you want to bring along. Start your shopping online at SubaruofGwinnett.com, then come see us for a test drive on Satellite Boulevard in Duluth. Spring is here and baseball is back. You can't forget the Derby. I love the hats. Do you have yours yet? My hat? I treated myself to a whole outfit. If you want to be able to treat yourself, then you should check out the Nest Savings Account at LGE Community Credit Union, where they want you to reach your savings goals faster. Take it from a pair of 680 The Fan wives. Head to lgeccu.org to find out what makes their team number one in Georgia. That's that's January war projections yeah. for a pitching staff. They yes. aware that a bunch of these guys are going to break down, going to miss starts. Hopefully that won't be the up. case, but you're saying as of January the 22nd, war, what is it good for? Absolutely nothing. That's what you're saying right now, Domino. Oh! Sounded that way. 1219. Domino, Cellini, the fan, 680 and 93.7 FM. Remember, be it somebody from Fangraphs, be it somebody from the Braves, be it somebody from anywhere. When they join us on the phone, they join us on the Hobson and Hobson Newsmaker line. Now, are you brave enough to take that first step? If you are, yes, you can absolutely. consult Joe, the fine divorce attorneys at Hobson and Hobson. At AreYouBraveEnough.com. So your percentage has changed on Bill Belichick. You had it at 87% on yeah. Friday. You're thinking it's now sliding to about 82%? I'm not giving you a number. I'm just, no, no, no. That 50, was 55,615. I, I tried to catch you in a trap. Yeah. You're, you're way too smart for that. You're thinking the 18% was something else we talked about. That was why that number was in your head. Uh, I'm below 80% now. I'm just going to let you know, I'm below 80%. I'm not letting any of you bullies tell me, this is a done deal. Everybody wants everybody. Okay. Howie Long seems to think that the commanders could be a position for Bill Belichick. Rex Ryan this morning said on ESPN, maybe Buffalo if they make a change. Then Rex Ryan and I were on the same page last night. I don't know if they're going to pull a Mike McCarthy and a Buffalo ownership is going to say, nope, Sean's our guy. After what I saw last night, after what I know, not winning in the postseason, look, it's no crime to lose to Kansas City. But you might pay a price. What is it? It's Ryan Day. Lose to your lose to your rival three times and see what can happen to you. Two people are whispering about you. Three, they're screaming about you. That's what McDermott's dealing with now. And he lost in his home building this time. And he lost with a quarterback who had been as hot as anybody this side of Jared Love. The Lions have some injuries. They just signed Zach Ertz, as Dave Hubbard said during his update, who is a Super Bowl champion, won it with Philadelphia. So pretty good spot if you're Zach Ertz walking right into a conference championship game to play in San Francisco against uh, the Niners on Sunday evening. Dan, where do you want me to go? Over here? Yeah, I'll do that. Then you're going to hand him a playbook, and he knows how to read them. And look, Zach Ertz, to me, tough guy, legitimate tough guy. Over 700 receptions, 46 touchdowns. He's a, le- he's a legitimate tough guy. I'd l- no doubt. You get off your couch. This is, this is the Disney movie. You catch a big, I don't know, Detroit moves on to the Super Bowl and Zach Gertz actually gets on the field and does something like that. Everybody's keying on Gibbs. St. Brown is another one. I-, I talked about Drake London being half the guy that Mike Evans is. Let him be him. 
Let him be him. Well, there's a flip side to that coin as well. Remember the Hall of Famer Jackie Smith, who spent the majority of his career yeah, with the go Cardinals, <laughs> goes to Dallas and drops an oh. easy pass for a touchdown. Oh. And, of course, that's the line where, bless his heart, he's got to be the sickest man on the face of the earth originate. All true. All true. And that's one that of the That might fir- be the only time he's ever dropped a pass like that in his entire life. Right. Guy was a Hall of Famer. Late in his career. What do they think about Played it? against the the Dallas Cowboys for years. Yes. Everybody loved him. Yes. Came over, we're going to get you a ring, and then yep. he drops a touchdown. Yep. He had old man hands at that point. Roger Staubach lost his oh. mind after that throw. So the, the point is, I can go sometimes, either way. sometimes the fairy tale becomes a nightmare. Sometimes. Do you agree? What, what Jared Goff was given time to learn. Then maybe he was coached up. Then he got a running back who helps him. He's got a wide receiver who, who absolutely, did he have 10 touchdowns this year? He might have had 10 touchdown receptions this year. And he then got I got weapons all around him. Then I got a tight end. What, how good is he? How good is he? Uh, as a rookie, yeah. he's as good as anybody in the NFL yeah. right now. I'm jealous. I'm jealous of everything they have going on right now. You did say Kyle Pitts, uh, and as a rookie, what he did was comparable, some would say, to Sam Laporta. But since then, he hasn't done, done much. But he had to say this after the season. It was a success because he was healthy the I entire know. year. I know. That's how he saw it. I know. Oh, Okay. I'm I'm getting to the point where it's blah, blah, he blah. He said it was my MCL, but it was also my PCL. I don't feel good about that. I feel bad for so the So what I'm hoping is this. What we saw when Ronald Lacuna Jr. came back from uh-huh. his injury, he uh-huh. clearly wasn't the same player, but then he exploded the year after that. I'm hoping that we see the same thing now from Kyle Pitts. I'm not throwing, I got my fingers crossed. I'm not throwing him out with the bathwater. It, it happens way too often. Look at Jared Goff. Jared Goff's a screaming example. What year is he in? Is he like year eight? We already went to a Super Bowl, but yes, I yeah. think he's year eight. The the I watched their tight end, and all I can hear is blah 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 about our tight end. Don't have the other numbers, but the Ravens and the Texans on a Saturday afternoon, a four thirty kickoff, drew thirty one point eight million viewers. I would imagine the Saturday night game will be around forty million. I would imagine yesterday's games will be something similar, especially last night. That was the main course, was it not? The yes. Bills and the Chiefs. Yes. And that's a perfect time, 6.30. It's done around 9.30. Then you can get on with the rest of your night. Yeah, especially if they give you a good one. I think that's one of those where you gather maybe pe- How does the number go up? Because uh, you can't really see through the TV unless they can. But I think more people are like, oh, yeah, tune in. Why do the numbers go up? You would think that anybody who was interested in watching that game would be watching that game. How does a number jump $3 million in the fourth quarter? Um, because then people have to watch. If you're a fringe fan, right. you have to tune it in. I'm going to give you one more about McDermott, who's on over your shoulder right now. Did you see the play calling at the end of the game? Even that was suspect. Even that was I'm, Well, I don't Stephon go Diggs, through. Josh Allen missed Stephon Diggs. Yeah. Why, well, he, he dropped a couple of passes, but then the one throw he made into the end zone, he had Diggs wide open on a crossing route. He missed, missed that one. So, I mean, and... Also, Josh Allen fumbled, thankfully, for the Bills. They recovered. But I think it was the play right before he fumbled. He threw what could have been a pick six. Uh-huh. So he was he was walking a fine wow. line in that fourth quarter, Josh Allen. He seemed pretty happy with having his guy later in the night kick a 44-yarder. That's just dumb coaching. He took big-time shots instead of actually maybe helping out his field goal kicker. And the last one, we're going to be back to the, if you drop a football, goes through the end zone, what's supposed to happen is Rich McKay still on the Rules Committee? I think he is. Well, again, is this a Supreme Court job? You never lose that job? Doesn't seem that How way. have they not changed that rule? You know what I would say? You can't be the head of the Rules Committee anymore because you haven't changed this rule. We'll see if it changes now after what happened yesterday with Cole Arbin. And I don't know why the Chiefs would run that play either. Isaiah Pacheco was running with reckless abandon 
and you outsmarted yourself there yes. for Andy Reid. But again, he gets to live, not have to talk about that, where McDermott doesn't. 97%. They changed that rule this offseason. Well, you're pretty good at that stuff, speaking I, it into I existence. Got a, I got so. another couple of shots to call today, too. All right. In the meantime, a scary moment involving fans and one of the best in college sports. We'll get to that in about five minutes. The college football voice of the South is going on campus. Presented by Subaru of Gwinnett on Satellite Boulevard in Duluth. Or shop online at SubaruofGwinnett.com. So everybody assumed that Caleb Downs, with his position coach coming over to be the defensive coordinator, leaving Alabama for Georgia, was going to leave for the dogs. I mean, everybody assumed that I did. But that's not happening. He's going to Ohio State. Now, I don't know what kind of collective they have there, but it's got to be really impressive. Well, they're they do, taking guys left and right. How'd they do in the quarterback thing? They did pretty well. Yeah. They took another five-star quarterback from Alabama as well in Julian Saint. So a five-star freshman of the year at safety and a five-star backup quarterback is going to Ohio State by way of Alabama. I will say this. The SEC, maybe it doesn't mean quite as much as we think, at least for one day. I got two guys taking their money to the to the Midwest. You choose to play in the South. You choose to play. Now, I know the coach was gone, so you, you can certainly have your mind changed. Nick Saban leaves. But what was the bag? What was in it? A lot, I would imagine. It feels that way. And this is it for Ryan Day. I think everybody pooled their money. You got a new AD there with no skin in the game. Ryan Day has got to get the job done. If he closes out the season the way he's closed out the past couple of seasons, he's probably losing his job. And I don't care if he wins the rest of his games. It doesn't matter up there. I would fire Nick Sirianni for Mike Grable. I would fire Ryan Day for Mike Grable. I just would. And the Falcons, I believe, do have a conversation scheduled with Mike Grable for this week, barring anything completely unforeseen. Downs, we know, started 14 games for Alabama. All-SEC, SEC Freshman Player of the Year, winner of the Sean Alexander Freshman of the Year Award, I guess, there at Alabama, and now he'll be in the secondary for the Buckeyes. Here's Kalen DeBoer talking about the portal. I was just through this two years ago, and um, this is a much better situation than even that one was uh, with a number of players leaving, and, um, you know, we just uh, stay the course, and you, you roll up your sleeves, like I said earlier, and there's such a, a great group of leaders here in this program that, want to pull the standard uh, of Alabama football, and they uh, are sticking together. And uh, we want those guys that want to be here. Um, they're, they're working through all the noise that's out there, and I just couldn't be more proud of uh, them sticking together. And what else is he supposed to say at this point? Well, he said a lot, but he didn't say anything. Roll up he his sleeves, go to work. Do you remember what happened in Kentucky a few years ago where they tell that team that got their ass kicked for a year? Everybody left, everybody, and that, that team just... If you're Alabama, what you're really hoping for is the core of this team that stays there puts in motion the idea that this is what, and again, it's happening in a 12-team in a playoff, so it could work out. You don't have to be the best team in the SEC. You might not even have to be the second best team in the SEC. But they're hoping the core of guys that stick around and still in the guys who come in through the portal or the freshmen, this is what we do here. So they also lost Caden Proctor, who started at left tackle mm. as a freshman. He's from Iowa. He's mm. going back to Iowa to play. Now, why he would play in that offense is beyond me, mm. other than he wants to go back home. I can't think of any other earthly reason why he would leave to go to Iowa. Makes you wonder. Yeah. Well, I'm not wondering. I've got the answer. Listen to this. No bridges were burnt, you know what I'm saying? That's why it was so easy for me to pick them when I did enter and transfer portal because we still have those relationships and even after I was doing bad in the SEC, you know, struggling, 
they hit me up and said, you know, we're proud of you. You're going to get through this. And that's what ultimately helped me with my decision because, you know, I still, I still believed in me. It feels good, you know what I'm saying? Like, as soon as I came in here, everybody, you know, cheering me on, happy for me. And I know, like, yeah, I did leave. And, uh, you know, it hurt, it hurt people's heart, you know, that it kind of equated into, you know, them showing hatred. But, I mean, like like I said, that's that's what every fan base does. That's nice. He went you have on every on right on. to leave, but going there. Oof. Well, the other part Oof-a. was they hit me up during the season when I was going back. Yeah, yeah. Well, that's I. I kind of thought they. I kind of <laughs> thought you're not supposed to do that. Hmm. Okay. Yes, it was. It was easy to get back into the portal and know where you were going to land because they basically told you during the year, "Hey, come on here." That's just. I didn't think you're supposed game. to do that. Uh, who's Who's they? Everybody knows who they is. I don't even need a follow. It's happening, folks. They're they're recruiting guys who are playing. What did Herm Edwards say? We got to re-recruit these guys after every game. He ain't kidding. Ah, oh, he didn't really throw it to you on Saturday. Hey, man, we'd throw it to you if you were here. You were here at State. At State U, you would be the focal point of our offense, son. Just give it some thought. Let me tell you we'll something. We'll be in touch. Johnny B. Good is now a documentary. It's a documentary. Just is. It's goofy time. Planes and money, and the only difference is you don't have to hide it now. You have to hide that part. That seems a little bit nefarious. Yeah, you cannot contact someone during the season, although they did, according to Caden Proctor. So we talked about Javaris Robinson moving over from Alabama to Georgia. He's going to make $1.3 million. He made eight hundred grand at Bama Can last I say year. This? So a nice race. There are players in the country who are going to make more than him, but but that's legal. Only Glenn Schumann, who makes $1.9 million, is making more on Georgia's staff. Will Muschamp... As the co-defensive coordinator, Chris was making eight hundred fifty-five thousand, and now that he's an analyst again, he's making fifty thousand. He was set to make nine hundred five thousand. So I would imagine he was smart with his money because I don't know about you, but nine hundred five thousand dollars is nine hundred five thousand dollars. That's some good money. And conversely, fifty thousand dollars is fifty thousand dollars in comparison. That's like a hundred and seventy thousand dollars that he won't be making. This year. A little bit more, but I get what you're saying. How do you sit down at the kitchen table? You got to have some family situation. You know what I would do for nine hundred and five thousand? Kill a man. What I would do? Be careful when you say something like that. That's what you tell me all the time. I said it. Allah watch his soul leave his body. Okay, any man? Nine or five thousand dollars? You could, no, not any man. Not any. Man. Oh, okay. Like a bad guy. You tell me. You see that guy over there? You know, let me tell you what he's done. $905,000. Would you kill him? Yeah, I would. Do you think when you kill a man, you can actually see his soul leave his body? You see the life leave his body? I think we stick around for a couple of seconds. Yeah. Yeah, if you don't run, it's like breath coming out of his mouth. There's a soul. But you got to stick around for a minute. And again, I don't recommend. If you kill a man, don't hang around too long. That's all. And wear a mask. Down and the hall. Can I give you another one? No, no, no. No, not that type of mask. Oh, I see. So no one can recognize you. Yeah. Ski mask. Um, do you know what I would also tell you to do? By the way, this is really important. If you're wondering, are the cameras everywhere there are? If you're left-handed, shoot them with your right. If you're right-handed, shoot them with your left. Sounds like you've given this some serious thought. Who, much who like has when, it? Much like when you were uh, teenagers into your early 20s. In my early bands. 82 years old. I was I was college age. You were fully convinced no you, doubt. Could, you and your buddies could rob a bank. No doubt. Can't do it now. There's too many no. cameras. I'm, I got You know. Stuff like that. In 1982, I have no doubt in my mind we could have robbed a bank. Security guys weren't really looking to shoot you back then. There weren't as many cameras. Everything was insured. 
four states over. What the hell would I have been doing at 21 years old, four states over? So, <laughs> Seriously. So, because I know you talked about this. What's the exact state you would have gone to? Oh, no. we So so I lived in New, New Jersey. Right. But I, I, I don't want... I wanted to go to the like Maine and New Hampshire. Gotcha. They seem like the type of people. Up to the New England area. Yeah, they seem friendly. Ah, okay. Ah, God, we had the bank robbed. I thought if you go kind of Midwest, uh oh, there's a vengeance there. There's heroes. I didn't want to do it in Ohio. I didn't want to do it in Ohio. I wanted to go right now. Stay on the floor. I got a gun. That's probably what would happen in Cleveland I wanted to go through New York, through Connecticut, through Rhode Island, then Mm -hmm. right up. Not in the Boston area. I want to go up to Maine. I thought I could have robbed the bank. Yeah. I don't know if Tyler Santucci, the new tech defensive coordinator, felt the same way. But going back to what he did at Texas A&M and at Duke, uh, you can look forward to a 4-2-5 system. So, Domino, that would be, I'm going to coach explain you now. Go ahead. That would be four defensive linemen, yep. two linebackers, okay. and five defensive backs. All right. Four, two, five. Remember when five defensive backs was, whoop. Look at that. That's called a nickel, folks. Yeah. That's they, had to, much, they had to explain that to you yeah. like a number of years ago. That's pretty much everybody's base defense now. Yeah, sure everybody is. passes. Sure is. The Gators are being investigated possibly over uh, some serious recruiting violations for Jaden Rashada, who was a five-star quarterback who didn't even play at Florida. I think he started a few games at Arizona State this past year. Um, I guess reportedly the deal they offered him, Rashada, at Florida, just under $14 million over four years. Mm-hmm. And the Gator Collective, which I guess arranged the deal mm-hmm. with Rashada, has since been shut down. So more problems after more problems I'm, after more problems for Billy Napier. I'm going to offer this up. If you have a group of people who are stupid enough to give a kid who's never played college football $14 million, you deserve to be investigated for a number of reasons. And you certainly deserve to be shut down because you can't handle money. That's like putting money in one of them money guns and just shooting it into the air on a windy day. $14 million for a kid who's never played it down to college football. You ever go in one of those money boots that blows the money no, up? No, I was asked to do it once. I, I, I did, did it. it. It's, it's hard to grab that money. Obviously, that's why they exist. Because you, you can't reach, you have to keep your hands up above your head. And you just kind of have to catch the money as it comes up into your hands. The rule is you can't go down to the floor. Right. You can't touch anything that's on the floor. You know what you it's Look, it's, it's like a... I think bears are pretty good at swiping, but that's what it is. You're bear swiping to try to catch cash. That's just not something you're used to. Mm-mm. I had somebody tell me the way that you do it is you get your body close to the one of the windows, like gotcha. one of the, it's round usually because, or even if it's a box, and then you actually just try to push the money right into the window. If you trap it, and then you grab it. Now, I'm not sure you could do that. Oh, I don't, no, no, no. That's the one I was at either. floating I think you in have, the air. I think you have to grab it out oh. of the air. You can't pin it against the glass. Well, I was told pinning it is the way I to said go. It was, a, it was in Northeast Ohio. Things are a little bit different back then. I, I, was I think asked. even if you grab the cash, all right, you cheated. Give me that cash back. Yeah. No, no, I grabbed it. No, you didn't. I was asked to do it once. I said this is no way. I could have $8 when I'm done, but I could really, the video could be around forever. This wasn't worth it. I just love doing stuff like that. Like, I think I made, like, $7, $10, and I, I thought I was the king of the world. Like, when I caught the lobster in Buckhead mm-hmm. at the lodge, and I ate the lobster, and I was sick for two days. What did I tell you when you caught the Don't lobster? Don't eat the lobster. Don't eat the lobster. That said, lobster's there for show. Yeah. What do you know? I caught this lobster. I worked to catch this lobster There was a place the called the lodge, and they had a tank. And when I tell you, you could hardly see the lobsters because the water hadn't been changed very often. And I recognized the lobster three years later. I think the later. lobster kind of surrendered. Just catch me, please. Put me out of my misery. Boil yeah, me. I'm living in this tank for the last five years. 
And I just said, no, 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 this isn't like really eat the lobster. This is just try to catch the lobster. I think Chip Kelly may enjoy lobster, among other things. Could he be on his way back to the NFL? Jonathan Jones from CBS Sports, he said that multiple head coaching candidates have mentioned Kelly as a possible offensive coordinator. 60 years old, has been UCLA's head coach since 2018, only a game above 500. So maybe he's seeing the writing on the wall and trying to make his way back to the NFL. In retrospect, do you think that he thinks he should have just aided Oregon? Yep. The grass wasn't always greener. Nope. Made a lot of money, though. He lives in a different house than the house he was. It was, it was good, and he made more. I'm just going to say this. Okay, maybe somebody in the NFL wants you, and there seems to be a, there could be an OC, OC Doe. I don't know who's going to get hired from Houston. Don't know who's going to get hired from here or there. Defensive coordinators have finally gotten into the mix. But it's not less of a pressure job. Like the head coach in college, I keep telling you, the NFL life is easier, no doubt about it. To not have to do differences because you're an OC, whew, that alone is worth it. I don't have to try to win a kid over. Like, what's a head coach in college football? He's a closer. These days, it's not a closer the way it used to be. You have to close every game, as Herm Edwards, like you said, told us last week. You have to bring a check. You have to bring a check to the parlor. You even know what a parlor is? There used to be meetings in parlors. It's a sitting room. Hey, Coach, good to see you. Yeah, yeah, my wife's making a uh, pot of coffee. we have a parlor. It's a sitting room where there's not a television. Oh, then you do have a parlor. Yeah, we have a parlor. Like a family room. No, family room... That's nobody, where the TV is. Can I living you, room. Nobody, no, nobody's in the parlor. Like, when was the last time you were in the parlor? It's nobody, never. Nobody sits in the parlor. Yeah, it would have been when the coach would have come to town to recruit yeah. Jimmy. Then the wife would have put a pot of coffee on, brought a couple of snacks, yeah, maybe the some finger sandwiches. In my grandmother's house was where the plastic yeah. was over the couch. Same thing. No one can go in there. Same thing. Don't touch the uh, fake fruit mm-hmm. on the table. None of that stuff. All of it was off limits. One couch, one chair. And you would have thought that... That was the Buckingham Palace room. Like, everybody was so proud. They had that room that nobody ever went to. I sat on that couch one time when I was about seven, and I thought someone... No, I thought someone was murdering my grandmother the way she screamed when I sat down on it. Yeah. I got stuck to it once. Yeah, the plastic... 98 degrees with no central air conditioning. It'll happen. Uh, Yesterday, as well, in women's college basketball, Ohio State knocks off number two, Iowa, 100-92 in overtime. In Columbus, they stormed the court, and Caitlin Clark had 45 in that game. Everybody recognizes that name. She's the best in college basketball. Thankfully, she avoided a serious injury as she collided with a fan on the court. Lisa Blutter is Iowa's head coach. This is what she had to say. You know, it's unfortunate the game ended that way, and Caitlin gets taken out on the floor, gets some inappropriate words yelled at her by fans, by students. Um, That just should not happen. It should not happen. Our players should be safe. They should be able to walk off the floor. That's very disappointing. I think Ohio State, great team, great environment, but but obviously very disappointed with the post game, with our players getting injured trying to walk out of the gym. That's wrong. Coach, what were they prepared for? Not to have anybody Russia Russia court. Nobody was lined up. Nobody thought this was going to happen. It's got to stop. Way, I don't know how you stop it, but it's got to stop. Heaven forbid she blew out her knee. Of course. In that situation. But I'm also hearing the coach say Incidentally, something. you're number 18 in the country, so it's not like this is a monumental upset either. That's part of the thing. She's saying, I, I'm so disappointed in Ohio State. What did they do? You just had fans that rushed the court. Nobody expected it to happen. And the idea that she shouldn't hear bad language thrown at her, she's the greatest player maybe ever. 
Guess what they're going to do to her in visiting uh, I just arenas? Think big picture, I don't know how you avoid it. I, I don't know the answer. I'm not smart enough, but but running on the field, running on the court, Nick, it's it's so passe Nick, now. Nick, they never announced it because nobody thought they would do it. Then once it starts, you can't stop it. It's That's ter- wrong. It's terrible that the girl got hit. It's terrible. Having bad language thrown at her. But that's a, that's a different part of the conversation. I'm just telling you, someone's someone's going to get hurt. Yeah. An important player, yep. or any player for that matter. I'm, I'm sorry that I put it that way. Any player that gets hurt because the fan's running on the field or onto the court, you can avoid it. Again, I don't know how, but you can avoid it. They can't run on the field anymore. It's got to stop. If you run in the running of the Bulls, you know what you're setting yourself right. up for. This turns into it's running of the Bulls. Right, this turns into the running of the Bulls. But they didn't even announce it because they didn't even think this was going to happen. So now what you do is you say before every game, do it twice. Do it twice. I just think you have to start tasering people. That's what I think. Again, I'm not in charge, and, and that's why it's easy for me to say, but, you know, you taser the first couple. I think everybody else falls in line. Maybe shoot one of them. I don't know. Here's what I'm going to tell you. Joking. I'm I kidding. Got, I, got, I don't know what the answer is, but someone's going to get hurt really, really bad. I got one players of these on the court. You're going to start tasering pell-mell? No, I'm joking. I don't know what the answer is. You just ask people. Please don't do this. All right. Well, hopefully they'll agree if you ask them nicely. We have video. I'm going to get you arrested. You're trespassing. Fair enough. Something that defies logic has happened in the world of professional golf, and we'll talk about that next here on Domino and Cellini, the Fan 680 and 93.7 FM. The warm air, the sounds of baseball, it's got you thinking about hitting the road. And no matter where your adventures take you, Subaru of Gwinnett has a vehicle to get you there safely and in style. Like the 2024 Subaru Outback, sporting standard symmetrical all-wheel drive and up to 32 miles per gallon. Or the 2024 Subaru Forester, the SUV with a spacious and comfortable interior for everyone you want to bring along. Start your shopping online at SubaruofGwinnett.com, then come see us for a test drive on Satellite Boulevard in Duluth. Support for Extra 106.3 comes from Natural Body Spa and Skin Remedy, celebrating their 35th anniversary and offering gift cards in-store and online. You can discover Mother's Day and anniversary presents online at Natural Body Spa and Skin Remedy at naturalbody.com. You know what I would do for 905000 Kill a man. That's what I would do. I said it. I'll, uh, I'll watch his soul leave his body. Hey, man. 900 grand is 900 grand. You know, if you stab a man in the dead of winter, steam will rise up from the wounds. Very true. Indians believed it was his soul escaping from his body. Thank you, Ed O'Neill. Domino Cellini, the fan, 680 and 93.7 FM. 60 years of sports talk experience. That's what you're going to get when you listen to us. Chuck and Chernoff, 50-plus years. They take you home. And it looks like, speaking of going places, Ryan Nielsen's on the move. The Jags, according to Adam Schefter, are about to hire the one-time Falcons defensive coordinator for that same position with the Jags. So Ryan Nielsen is gone. Right. Not forgotten, right. but gone from right. the Falcons organization. So now give me the Bill Belichick's here 100% because of that. There are people There are people just throwing out things on Twitter as definitives. Not going to be this, not going to be that. Is going to be this, is going to be that. Then there are the hedgers. I'm not hedging. I'm just telling you, why can't anybody just wait to the official announcement? I know... I don't know when that became part of this job. I, it's social media. You got to be first. You got to be first. How many times are you going to be wrong when you realize being first isn't everything that you think it is? It's, it's, I know a hedge. Tony Romo, as you like to say, is hedging. Mm-hmm. I read a tweet on Friday. 50% chance Bill Belichick gets the Falcons job. 
50% chance they can't settle on power, so he doesn't. Well, right now he doesn't have the job, and they got a bunch of second interviews lined up. Brian Callahan, the Bengals offensive coordinator, is Euro Vero, the Panthers defensive coordinator coming in apparently for a second interview, and, of course, Jim Harbaugh coming in for a second interview. And Mike Vrabel is supposed to talk to him this week, too. Yeah, and the idea of the Baltimore who continue, it, I don't know if there's an answer. It does seem strange that these coaches who are still working are taking – Time for four interviews. Look, there's enough hours in the day to do it. It's just, are you then as good at your job? Are you having conversations with your wife preemptively? Is your agent telling you, no, do the next one? You get really small windows to do this. I just don't know what, I mean, could you put a moratorium? If you fire a coach, let me tell you what's happening. You're, you're not hiring anybody till after the Super Bowl. I think if you fire a coach, it should be like college football. You can enter the transfer portal. And go to any other team in the NFL. You got 30 days to shop your wares. That's what I think should happen. You want to make things more interesting in the NFL? So that's sort of like drop the cages at the zoo one time a day. Let's just let's you just know, if create... you fire a coach, keep that in mind. Everybody can go into the portal in the NFL. What would happen if you fired a coach and nobody was allowed there? Hi- nobody was allowed to hire anybody. Street free agent, guy on a staff. What if nobody was allowed to hire anybody till after the Super Bowl? What would happen? I'm really asking, what would happen? would make our job a little bit more difficult, wouldn't it? We wouldn't have a lot to talk about. No, no I'm asking, what would happen if the NFL said, here's what we're going to do? You fire a coach, that's your business. So it would be like Black Friday when the stores open. Everybody would storm the gates when well, you talk well, about NFL teams. 12-01 hired yeah, because so, well, the deal was done behind the yeah, scenes. N- never yeah. mind 12-01. As soon as the Super Bowl, the clock hits zero in the Super Bowl, the mass... Exodus starts. No, no. You, you can't do it right. Or you can't do it as soon as the game ends. It has to be the next day. No, no. Like at 12.01 a.m.? Two days later, we got to milk the Super Bowl. You can't be talking about things other than the game. No, no, no. You don't hire when the Super Bowl's over. You don't hire the Monday so after So you do legal tampering like you do in the NFL for those two days? Do legal tampering. I don't care. I'm just trying to work through it. That's but what would happen if they just said, we've decided now if you fire a coach, that's your business? Yeah. But you, you don't get to hire one until after the Super Bowl. I mean, again, you'd have uh, craziness the week after the Super Bowl. Kind of awesome. Not really an offseason now. There really wouldn't be then. So La Quinta, California was the scene for Alabama sophomore Nick, Nick Dunlap becoming the first amateur in 33 years to win on the PGA Tour. One-shot victory as he was lining up for the putt on 18. What did his uh, caddy tell him? Your mom can make this putt. This is an easy putt. Just go make the putt and let's win. Yeah, it's not for any money. My God. I've stood over a $20 putt. The club feels like an anvil. This guy, he knew he couldn't win any money. So people are saying, and rightfully so, oh, that doesn't happen very often. No, it doesn't. Phil Mickelson, Phil Mickelson was the last guy that had it happen. Don't feel overly bad for the guy that he's not picking up the check. Feel good for the guy who came in second. My assumption is he gets the big one, right? Yes. Oh, that's nice. How'd you do? Came in second. How'd you do? I won. I'm not even going to pretend like I know how to say his name. Yeah, don't bother. The money, though, that you can make now because you've won on the PGA Tour, bag, hat, I don't know how quickly he's going to declare. Wasn't he back at Alabama for class? Yeah, it was his fourth tour event. Bezatenhut. That's how you say the runner-up. Christian Bezatenhut. Oh, Thank okay. You. Thank you. Thank you, Matt Lear. Is there a... Is there a uh... That's the guy that collected the money because he finished runner-up. How'd you do? Came in second. How'd you do? I won. Because that's really what he did financially. Mm-hmm. Thank you for finding... Is that a machine somewhere on the internet where you actually just... No, it was a guy in the broadcast. Oh, okay. So Dunlap, the first amateur to win since Phil Mickelson. Yeah. 
won the Tucson Open in 1991. And I think he went back to class, did he not? Yeah. Yeah, He's got to go back to class. He might have something today. Maybe he has an accounting test. I don't know. Let me tell you what I have. I have an appointment with my newfound agent. How do I capitalize on this? Do I really want to stay in college? Uh, Kuchar was a guy who stuck around a little bit longer. Mm -hmm. Right? Yeah. Yeah. Like, he had a crazy run. Was it Augusta? Yes. What is like, oh, he's going to go pro, and then didn't he didn't he stick around for a there's, little bit longer? There's a few amateur? names where they, they did well as amateurs. Didn't win like Nick Dunlap did, but we had some pay, good tournaments. We can pay college lacrosse players, swimmers, but I can't pay a guy who just won a, a tournament on a PGA Speaking tournament. of getting paid, I guess there's a job fair later in the week. Marta's looking to hire at this job fair a bunch of bus drivers and technicians. So I'm thinking about maybe, you know, throwing my name to do, into the hat, into do, the ring. To do what? Be a bus driver. You can't drive a car. How the hell would you pass a bus driver test? That's the concern that I have. Are there still mailboxes on street corners? Well, my concern is, what do I do all the time? At least once a day, I hit a curb. Of course. I think in one of those top In a bus, you're going... I'm going to roll the bus if I hit a curb. No, no, no. Sorry, everybody all right back there? No. Now I'm imitating me. You got it wrong. As a bus driver. You're not rolling the bus. What you're doing is it's going to go up on the curb and then the way to the bus. And because you're going to panic, you're going to go through a flower shop window. You're going, you're going right. So I'm going to overcorrect? Of course. You're going to panic. You couldn't panic. I'm going to tell you this. I don't even know how maybe you weren't as bad back then. I think if you had to pass a driver's test right now, you wouldn't do it. Maybe not. And bus drivers, I'd like to think they, you know, they weed out even a little bit better. I really do hit a curb every day. I know. At least one curb a day. I hit it this morning pulling into the orange deck. Hit that curb pulling in. It's Every a good, day. It's a good thing there aren't a lot of bus stops and a lot of people at a bus stop because you'd be wiping out bus stops and mailboxes. Again, I don't think there are a lot of post office boxes on the corner. Right. I grew up with pay phones and mailboxes on the corner. They've removed those. But the problem is there's nothing to stop you. You'd go right into the bakery. I mean, I, I'll confess I fit mailboxes in my SUV mm-hmm. in the past, let alone in a bus. I don't know what the percentage is. Has anybody else had a mirror? I was in a car on the passenger side. I shattered my mirror, my passenger side right. view mirror. On a mailbox. Getting a mailbox in the neighborhood. I was in, the car, when mailbox. I was in the car when somebody did that. Kaflui. Thank God the window was closed so the mirror on the car didn't come in. Right. But as I turned around, there's the mirror, there's the mailbox right in the road. But it would be very entertaining, me driving a bus. Not for the people riding in the bus, but for stories here on the air. Because I'd still do the show. Like you doing oh, yeah, other yeah. jobs. Yeah. The show must go on. Someone says not so fast when it comes to Bill Belichick. Actually, two, aside from Chris Domino, have said not so fast. And we'll talk more about that when we come back. Domino, Cellini, the fan, 680 and 93.7 FM. The warm air, the sounds of baseball, it's got you thinking about hitting the road. And no matter where your adventures take you, Subaru of Gwinnett has a vehicle to get you there safely and in style. Like the 2024 Subaru Outback, sporting standard symmetrical all-wheel drive and up to 32 miles per gallon. Or the 2024 Subaru Forester, the SUV with a spacious and comfortable interior for everyone you want to bring along. Start your shopping online at SubaruofGwinnett.com, then come see us for a test drive on Satellite Boulevard in Duluth. Spring is here and baseball is back. You can't forget the Derby. I love the hats. Do you have yours yet? My hat? I treated myself to a whole outfit. If you want to be able to treat yourself, then you should check out the Nest Savings Account at LGE Community Credit Union, where they want you to reach your savings goals faster. Take it from a pair of 680 The Fan wives. Head to lgeccu.org to find out what makes their team number one in Georgia. 
Support for Extra 106.3 comes from Natural Body Spa and Skin Remedy, celebrating their 35th anniversary and offering gift cards in-store and online. You can discover Mother's Day and anniversary presents online at Natural Body Spa and Skin Remedy at naturalbody.com.